Father, Son, and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Jesus' most, I guess you could say, most ridiculous, most illogical teaching is what we hear today. I really think Jesus' teaching today is the most, the most ridiculous and illogical because it does not follow the logic of this world. I think actually Christianity, I think Jesus, is really the only one that has ever taught in history to love your enemy and to do good to those who persecute you and to not judge and you will not be judged. If we follow our own logic, it's illogical to say, love your enemies, do good to those who do bad to you. I mean, you might be saying, even I might be saying, well, Lord, I don't know if you know about so-and-so, <laughs> and I don't know if you know about so-and-so and what they've done. So it's easy for us to say that. But when we really look at the reality, we might be thinking, well, so-and-so has done this, therefore, how can I love them? How can I do good when they've done this? The issue is that you and I, we oftentimes, we identify and we define one another and even ourselves based off of our bad actions based off of our mistakes, based off of our sins. And so when someone does something wrong, the issue is not that we judge the action. Maybe the action is terrible. Maybe the action is wrong. That's fine. The issue is you and I, we go a step further and what we do is we say, because this person has done evil, they are evil. For example, if someone you know steals, Instead of saying, you know what, they stole, that's wrong, we go, that person's a thief, and we label that person. We define that person according to their action. That, my brothers and sisters, is what you and I have no right to do. We can judge action. We cannot judge hearts. There is, in every single Christian who is baptized... There is an indelible, unerasable mark in all of us. That mark is our worth, not our actions. Because if our actions defined us, I think we'd all be in a big mess, <laughs> right? Imagine if God treated us according to our actions. I don't think anybody would be standing in this church right now. And so what God wants us to see is He wants us to see our identity. He wants us to know that we are good no matter what evil we do, that there is still good in every single human being. That my identity and my worth, the sum of my worth, is not the sum of my sins. The sum of my worth is in what Jesus has done for me. That's why I'm able to get back up and confess and come back and confess and confess and confess because my sin does not define me. God wants us to see ourselves as we truly are. And I really believe that when we do evil, 
and those who do evil, it's because we don't believe in the goodness that we have inside of us. Those who do evil, when we do evil, it's only because there's a part of us that believes that this is all we are. This is what we're equal to. I, I might even go as far as to saying, you may disagree with me, but even terrorists, I believe that even terrorists only do evil because they don't know that there's good in them. They don't know that they have the ability, they have the potentiality, they have the potential to live out the goodness that God has made and put and placed in them and all of us. And so when we do evil, there's a reason. We're not just doing evil because we want to. The, the girl that you're sitting around and gossiping about because she's doing you know, promiscuous things or she's dressing immodestly on, on social media and you're calling her a... You know, never mind, I just won't say the word, okay? Uh, and you're calling her those names. You've labeled her and you've literally just... You've defined her according to this action. Why is she doing what she's doing? There's a reason. She's not, she's not doing it because she's evil, because she, doesn't, she wants to do it. It's probably because she's got a broken past. She wasn't taught. Maybe her father didn't teach her, and her father wasn't around. She didn't know her father. She didn't know her own worth. And so maybe that's why she's posting like this, because she thinks that her worth is in men and how they look at her. But all we do is we look at the surface and go, well, you know what she is. She's a, she's a you know what, on the DL. That's not fair. Imagine if God did that to us. Imagine if after you sinned, God said, because you've done this sin, this is what you are. And this is what we do to one another. This is what we do when we judge, when we gossip, when we hold grudges. You know what we're doing, essentially, is exactly what Jesus said. He said that your, your eye is on the speck that's in your brother's eye. When you yourself have a log, you know what a log is, right? It's pretty massive. Jesus is saying that when you judge, what you're doing is you are defining your brother based off of that little speck that's in their eye. And what he says is, you need to look at the log that's in your own eye. That means that get your eyes off of everybody else around you. Mind your own business. That's what we need to do, is mind our own business. The amount of like gossiping and talking in our community, because we all know each other, everybody's cousins and everybody knows somebody and everybody's connected with somebody, everybody's friends with everybody. We live in a very beautiful community, but a very judgmental and ruthless community. For example, if I'm sitting in the car with my sister, because she's a female, oh, father's in a car with a woman. I wonder what father's doing. Is that fair? I can't even sit in the car with, with, with my sister, because many people out there will just assume that I'm in the car with a woman. Is it fair? for us to define people this way. Now, when Jesus says that you need to look at the log that's in your own eye, 
He's just assuming right there and then that somehow, some way, your sin is bigger than the other person's sin. That's what it means. I mean, if we're going to start measuring, he's saying the, the person only has a speck and you have a log, which means that that person's weakness or sin is much smaller than yours. Well, that's not fair because, Lord, I'm not like ISIS. I've never raped. I've never killed. I've never done any of those things. I'm not a terrorist. But when I judge and condemn a person, even ISIS, what Jesus is saying is that my condemnation and my judgment all of a sudden now makes me worse than them. Because I am playing God. And because I am trying to erase the goodness that's in that person. And I do not have that right. You do not have that right. So what is the key here? The key is, like I said, and what Jesus says today is, work on the log that's in your own eye. He says, take out the log that's in your own eye first. That means that we need to have self-knowledge. That means that we need to face ourselves as we are and stop making excuses and denying and acting like, you know, you know um, those people that are like, uh, what do they call those, uh, gaslighters? You know, they, they, they light a gas, they light the fire, or, and, then, uh, and then they walk away and they make you look like you did it. We need to stop doing that, and we need to be real with ourselves, and we need to face the log that's in our own eye and be humbled by it. Isn't that what it's called, gaslighting? Yeah, okay. I don't know, I don't follow like social media and the world and things like that, so I'm learning, learning. This, my brothers and sisters, is, this is what we're doing when we're in denial. And when we're in denial, and I, don't, and I don't believe that I really have any wrong, then of course I'm going to be so focused on everybody else's wrongs. Of course my eye is going to be on my brother's speck. Which is why, we, which is why when, when somebody even does wrong to me, because I think that somehow, some way, I'm better, or I'm such a good person that, poor me, like how did this person do this to me? You want to know why we get so angry when somebody does something wrong to us? You want to know why we make such a big deal out of it? Because we believe deep down we're such a big deal. When, we, when somebody does wrong to me, the measure by which I react is the measure by which I actually think I'm that great. So if somebody does something wrong and they didn't say hi to me, and I go make a big deal out of it, that means that, guess what? You think that you're that big of a deal. That's, that's how much you think that you are. Instead of, Lord, guess what? Jesus, when I stand before you, I got, I got a log in my own eye, Lord. This person who didn't say hi to me, this person who didn't invite me, this person who trash-talked me, this person who did this to me, Lord, guess what? I got a, I got a log in my own eye, I got to fix. Never mind the person who's done wrong. Face God. Face yourself, face the log, and ask the Lord to remove the log that's in our own eye. Let's ask the Lord to humble us, to help us see our brokenness, because when I realize that all of us are in the same boat, no matter what we do, all of us are in the same boat, we're all in need of God's mercy, that at the end of the day, no matter what anybody does around me, I'm not going to sit there and judge them, because I'm going to know I have no place to judge. 
I have no place. I have no room to judge. So if you're holding a grudge today, you're really, really angry about something. What you're doing is you're playing God. You're saying that all of a sudden, now that you have a right to hold this grudge because somehow, some way, you have no sin. That's what holding a grudge is. It's saying, I don't have sin like this person does. So today, we have a choice. We can dwell on the speck that's in my brother's eye, and I can judge, and I can gossip, and I can hold a grudge, or I can face God and say, Lord, I got a huge log in my own eye. Lord, forgive me first. Lord, forgive me first. Change me first. So that little by little, when I change myself first, I can begin to love other people. And love is what changes people. Not doing evil, not getting revenge, that never has changed anyone. It's never changed, it's never worked in all of history. Getting revenge has never actually worked, it's never accomplished anything. Love is what changes everything. And love is what Jesus has given to us, and it's what we need to give to one another. So we ask Jesus today to give us the grace to face the log, to ask for forgiveness, so that we can give that love and forgiveness to one another. Because that is truly who we are. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.